This intro story is actually gaming related. <gasps> this comes from the Twitter page of Hideki Kamiya. As announced on the official Platinum Games account, I will be leaving Platinum Games on October 12, 2023. This came after a lot of consideration based on my own beliefs and was by no means an easy decision to make. However, I feel this outcome is for the best. I will continue to create in my Hideki Kamiya way. I hope you'll keep your eyes peeled and keep your eyes peeled on Hideki Kamiya's Twitter because immediately after this massive career-changing announcement, his next tweet was, I've just noticed that my pants are torn to a degree I've never seen before. (laughs) And the image that I sent you earlier, Lockie, (laughs) also came with this tweet. It's a picture of his feet in slippers and around his ankles are his underwear with an immense hole hanging out what do you call that part of the underwear the gooch is it the same as what you call kind of the yeah the <laughs> taint the yeah. taint of the underwear <laughs> well his underwear are definitely tainted that's for sure <laughs> semi Deej gaming legend Hideki Kamiya leaving Platinum Games <laughs> and following it up with a tweet like this so before we get into this I, I want to just like um, paint you a little <laughs> bit of a picture so, uh, I've been, you know, looking forward to being on this podcast, wasn't able to be on a month ago, uh, and I got sent a link to the Google Doc where we put all the stories and everything, and just right, like, there as kind of the preview <laughs> image is this image of a uh, of these, I, I don't even know if they qualify as soiled underwear at this point, like, destroyed, <laughs> like, and so I'm just, like, looking at this and I'm like, so, are you, like, so excited to have me on the podcast that you, like, shat, like, a live hand grenade or something? Like, what, what, what is happening here? And, and you know, it's, it's one of those instances where it's just like, I need to know the context. And then you see the context and you're like, that didn't help. That maybe made it worse. Um, yeah. It's a shame... Maybe that Hideki Kami is moving on from Platinum... And, and stuff and, and hopefully uh, everything is amicable and stuff and also hopefully um, he can find a, a new role that provides him enough money that he can buy you know another pair of underwear to kind of you know <laughs> offset this this tragic circumstance I still want to know what the hell's going on in this guy's diet that that just happens <laughs> you know it's like shitting like you know like like bullets so, um, I'm just going to read off Sammy Deej's reaction when I sent oh, through God, that right, doc. Yeah. So, <laughs> I what did you get like a raging boner so hard you destroyed your underwear because Camille Kim- is leaving? I'm so confused. Did you did you shit yourself so aggressively that like that's the follow through? <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, there, there was like no context. I was like, what 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 cuz I don't know if you'd put like the actual text up for that at that point maybe because i was just like i don't know how these concepts are connected that cameo is leaving and also this image i just thought his balls finally dropped <laughs> oh dear yeah they, they dropped rather aggressively well, look any anyone willing to do a post like this definitely has some big balls and that's a, a big yeah. ass hole in that underwear look i'm, I'm not gonna lie 
I've probably held on to underwear that little bit too long in my time. You know, the whole starts to form. You're like, oh, this is, this is okay. There's still plenty supportive. I've got a little bit of time here. But no, that that was... These underwear needed to be thrown out many moons ago, many cycles ago. That, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. They're, they're crotchless almost at this point. But You've got to treat yourself a little bit more than that. You've got to do a bit of self <laughs> I'm just care. grateful that they kind of dark dark colored so we don't have to see any marks because yeah they <laughs> they've been around the block a few times i mean maybe they didn't start off that color <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. shout out to uh to skill up he pointed this out in their their uh, weekly news roundup video i just thought that was, I, i'd never i i, I heard about about him leaving but i never would have seen this tweet if if he hadn't pointed it out and that is absolutely hilarious <laughs> yeah. i'll post it to, to our twitter as well so you can all enjoy in this holy yeah. underwear <laughs> it wasn't that long ago that we had like i was on if we had like a thing about like someone eating dog shit or something and now we're doing like underwear it's just like come on can we like is it are there any other things that we could be talking about for these What's that it is a lot of gross stuff. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sure. laughs> it just has to be coming from the crotch area. So long it, it can be shit, piss, underwear. So long as it's coming from around that area somewhere, we'll talk about it in our intro story. Do you shit out of your dick? What? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be to shit out your dick. My name is Zach. <laughs> Jesus. Oh dear. Is that the new tagline? <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Place to go to shit out your dick. I'm here with my co-host, who I cannot confirm. I can only see shoulders up, so he could be shitting out his dick right now, possibly. Lockie, thanks for being here. Wow. <laughs> this show's format has taken yeah. a pretty dark turn. Uh, yeah, happy to be happy to be here. I don't know how much longer if it's about dick shitting. <laughs> um, but yeah. No, no, thrilled to be here. I'm excited to hear what's going on in the news. Uh... Yeah, my brain is broken. You've really okay. So by way of background, Zach has done a lot of mindfuckery before the podcast. So um, yeah, my brain is just completely. Blank. We're gonna wake you up with just all our weird as hell ADHD musings. Mm. Oh, but maybe this will wake you up, Lockie. We have a fantastic guest on this week. We finally managed to make it happen. This is truly like like over a month. Oh in the wait, at this I'm point. sorry. I I, I uh, broke my patella. I'm gonna have to oh. go to the the hospital. I was gonna do like a Mad Lib thing, Ooh. but I was like, I'm way too busy to have that shit on lock. <laughs> but just like, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. My dog's on fire or something. I don't know. We have. One of our favourite members of our podcasting family, the ever-talented Sammy Deej from the Inconsolables. Sammy, how's it going? 
I'm going pretty well. I mean, you know, the the consolables is is not long for this world, but I've I've been enjoying you know the the last couple of episodes, and I'm very much expecting that I'm going to be invited back onto your podcast to make oh, up for that in part. Oh yes, the inconsolables loss is is our gain, Sammy. It means <laughs> I'll, I'll feel I'll feel much more comfortable <laughs> nagging you to come on the podcast a, on a, a regular basis. <laughs> yeah. I know you're not doing anything. You're not recording inconsolables, are you? <laughs> no, do my podcast. Yeah, I'm going to be your backup host. So you know, when Andrew's <laughs> uh, not around, I'll, I'll be able to help you fill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew or Anthony or Anthony. Aaron, there's uh we got yeah we got a, a bit of, of an array of of hosts going these days. Holy shit! An a ray. <laughs> hey, hey, look out! And also lucky. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, of course. No disrespect. I love you. <laughs> We're all no. so busy today. Now, as you, as you just mentioned, yeah, it's this is the first time we've had one of the inconsolables on since you've announced that yeah you're you're ending your, your show, and I know I've already mentioned it weeks ago on the podcast, but it's nice to be able to say this to one of you here on our show and have it committed to the ages <laughs> in the podcasting world. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna miss. Your show so much as as you know, Sammy. I was a fan of the Inconsolables well before I ever started this podcast. It's a part of the reason why I wanted to start this podcast. And yeah, holy shit! I reached out to you on Twitter what four years ago now, nearly back when it was called Twitter back in the ye oldie days. Just because you offhand mentioned, "Hey, if you want to jump on the podcast, let me know," and uh, and I, I jumped at that opportunity, and now. You know, I've, I I attended Andrew's and Chantel's wedding with with you and and Mrs. Mrs. L and Ellie and got to make friends with such a wonderful community of people. You have such such a cool cool people in your your the Discord and in your your community there. Shout out to yeah. Moomay, shout out to Magic, all those wonderful people I've got to meet through through you lot. Um, yeah, I just I I really appreciate all of you and what you have brought to my life and what you have brought to news to reviews by popping on the show all the time and all that stuff. And yeah, I'm going to miss the inconsolables a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's still kind of nuts that like when we're ending the show, it's going to be kind of its seven year anniversary. Oh, it's crazy. And I, and I haven't even, you know, been there the whole time. You know, it's it's. I, I consider myself very lucky that uh, Andrew and uh, Paul allowed me to join them. So, I mean, it it is going to be kind of rough. I'm I'm gonna, you know, try and make a point of, you know, still putting out music and stuff. And I've actually got something coming out October twentieth. So, awesome keep an eye on that, and I will try and <laughs> promote it. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, been a crazy journey and. You know, I, I none of us are necessarily going to commit to like, yeah, we're going to start the podcast up sometime soon. But, you know, we're hoping that maybe, you know, we might get a chance to do that in the future. But either way, you know, we're all really excited to, you know, still get an opportunity to uh, catch up with you. And we're absolutely keeping the Discord open and we're still going to be doing stuff over there. It's just, yeah, not necessarily the podcast. Um so yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm really thankful to you know being able to 
hang out with you and, and catch up with you and chat to you about all the stuff that's happening. And I don't know. There's a not, not enough words I could say to kind of express the, the excitement, nervousness, sadness, etc. of, you know, ending something that's been such a big part of my life like this. So, yeah. 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 But you will not, you have not seen the last of me, shall we say. Absolutely. You're, you're such a talent, Sammy. Like you've, you've not only got that, you've got your music, you're a talented uh, artist in the music and in the graphic design world. Our, our logo that you can see for our podcast right now was yeah. designed by this wonderful person. I was um, so excited that you gave me a chance to do something like that. Like I'd never really done stuff like that before. So it's freaking awesome. I love it. Absolutely love it. You know, we've had it for ages. I'm going to keep it for ages. It's absolutely fantastic. And and you and all the rest of the inconsolables, we will be nagging over and over again to come and pop on the show. So you can look forward to seeing me sliding to the DMs over and over and over again. But if you want to check yeah. out all the cool stuff that Sammy does, you can check out the Inconsolables. They've got like nearly 350 episodes there. You can mm. check out all that stuff. But all of all of Sammy's links, links to, to his music and everything like that will be in the description of the podcast down below. Uh, if you like the Inconsolables or you like news to re- reviews or if you like any podcast out there please make sure you leave them a rating or review wherever you happen to be listening to them it's the best way you can help them get in the ears of more peeps and i should quickly mention we're doing lots of podcasts behind the scenes talk right now but i feel like i should mention today as this day of recording i'm so glad you could be here for this day sammy because today Mm. marks four years of news to reviews so we started, the very first episode of News to Reviews came out 1st of October uh, 2019. We recorded the first episode on, on my birthday the day before and then put it out the yeah. day after. So Happy yeah. birthday, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, happy birthday Thank to you. me and happy birthday to the podcast. So yeah, just a big thanks to everyone who listens to the show and all the wonderful guests such as yourself, Sammy, who comes here and comes on here and makes news to reviews what it is and of course to you Lockie you've been there with me since day one since that very first episode all the way back in 2019 you've recorded that's right and we're still talking about Monster Hunter <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. we're still fans of Monster Hunter oh, Monster Hunter yeah. World 2 when's that coming oh, yeah. I'm just impressed that Zach um... is so eloquent for a four year old <laughs> oh. You know, I accelerated at a, a amazing rate. It's uh, it's it's all the it's all the support from our wonderful audience that <laughs> made me this way. Made me into this large adult baby with an extensive vocabulary. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh God. Uh, sorry, Lockie. Did you have anything you wanted to say before we jump into the news? No, I know. I'm keen to get on with the news. Let's find out what's going on. He's <laughs> like, four years, area. yep, no worries, news time. Yep. Let's go. <laughs> we know what yeah, we're Yeah, let's for. get on with it. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be another four years before we get started with the news. It's time for the gaming news. <laughs> now, we're going to start it off with a massive bummer. Now, this... Piece of shit fucking news, as a lot of the time when we get this kind of bad news, was dropped on a Friday. I nearly missed Mm. it. I was just lucky I I saw someone mention it on Twitter last night. So I quickly chucked it in the dock this morning before we we recorded. Uh, Basically, Jason Schreier! 
tweeted out on Friday that Epic Games will be laying off 16% of its staff. And then after Jason Schreier broke this, blah, 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 blah. the uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Epic Games and well, Tim Sweeney, specifically the CEO, made the official announcement that, yes, they are laying off 16% of its staff, which at the size that Epic Games is, is roughly 830 employees. Oof. So Tim Sweeney's statement, I was going to get it, but like it just kind of made me mad. Like I, I don't want to read this bullshit corporate speak about yeah. why you're justifying fucking eight hundred over eight hundred people's lives. But the the long and short of it was they were spending more money than what they were making. Now I looked oh, yeah. into it this morning, <laughs> trying to find out if the the profits have gone into the negative as far as Epic Games is concerned. And it seems that their profits have been dropping year over year, but they're still making a profit and their revenue has increased every year by a Mm. shitload. So, I don't know. It's hard for me to take when you're still turning a profit that you have to cut 16% of your staff, 830 people, particularly when Tim Sweeney himself is worth... Over five billion dollars. I've I even saw Forbes had him listed at being worth over nine billion. So I'm not exactly sure what his amount is, but we know it's a fucking fuckload, more than enough to employ thousands of people for many years. Mm. <sighs> yeah, but that's a lot of fucking money. It's a lot that's of a fucking lot. money. It's a lot of like money more than fucking. any individual would know what to do with it. It's yeah. It, it, it yeah more more money than any individual could ever possibly need ever. Semi Deej, we're starting it off with a bit of a bummer. What do you think of yeah this this awful <laughs> round of layoffs over at Epic? Uh, it's more money than makes sense, but 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 etc. Well, yeah, I mean you know <laughs> this is the consolable's bread and butter of like yeah that wanting to make all the money in the world. Uh, the, I mean, the rationale is probably along the lines of like, okay, well, the shareholders want their shares to be worth more, which means not only we have to make more money, but we have to make more money faster. And, you know, then we start getting into the whole capitalism as a flawed system kind of thing. Um, I mean, it's one of those things that like, it's terrible every time you hear it. And it's, Probably the worst part of it, though, is like, you know, you can become almost apathetic towards how ridiculous this kind of shit is. But it needs to be reestablished every time that it's horrible, you know, that they're making an exquisite amount of money and they just keep laying people off because, you know, that's a way to kind of make it seem like you're making more money is to cut costs in quotation mark by like firing a bunch of people. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it sucks. Like I, I was thinking a lot about like recently about how there's, there's been talks of like, you know, it's industry standard essentially to kind of have every department have like a ranked list of like how good everyone is in the company. And it's presumably just so that like, when someone from higher up says, hey, cut, you know, half of your staff, they'd go, okay, we're going to cut right here. And that's so fucking dehumanizing. Um, But, you know, again, it's like fucking industry standard pretty much at this point that, you know, that's how things operate. Um, Yeah, it's it's just fucking horrible. I, I don't really know what 
more can be said about it, you know, see every other <laughs> instance much. of this happening, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's fucked. And it, the, the sad thing is too, that there's, this isn't the only rounds of layoffs there's they've been, but it's the first that we've spoken about on the show this year because the, the other ones haven't have been like quite small in comparison. This is over 800 people. It's it's huge and like it's it's always bad when people lose jobs, but when it's just such a norm in the games industry, you you do become a little bit apathetic to it. It's like fuck, do we do we even yeah. talk about it when it's just 50 people's lives even not that their lives are worth any less. It's just oh god, yeah. it's just it's such a constant these days. It's fucking awful and you never see any of these companies not making a profit either they're always making a profit they're always making money it's just they're not making all of the money they possibly could Lockie, is your blood boiling um my blood isn't boiling only because i've just been exposed to it so much exactly. it's one of those things where it's just so common and rampant and everyone's yeah well most people have gone through this themselves individually mm. and it, you know it is it's quite traumatic for an individual going through um, sort of restructures, especially if they don't make it into another role on the other side, although some people make it into the role on the other side and they find that they're doing two jobs instead of one. So it's, um, yeah, everyone, I think a lot of people at the very least have, yeah, quite an interesting relationship with that. It's never fun. Um, I don't fully understand the why. I think if you were to you know ask one of their execs whether or not it's true who fucking knows mm -hmm. it would be oh we need to get a certain amount of growth on this year or else we're yeah. going to lose investors and if we lose investors then we're going to lose a lot more money than what we we're expecting which will mean more layoffs mm -hmm. so yeah. like i i'm assuming that's you know the reason behind it but it could also be that certain people very high up are pocketing maybe more than they should i'm looking at I mean, you mr two billion yeah, yeah. so five yeah, billion it's, that's it's the smaller estimate <laughs> jesus yeah yeah yep. maybe maybe invest some of those billions back into your company well uh, look his net worth is based on his share of epic Games, so he owns 28 percent. so uh, it is literally invested in the company oh, interesting. so so i think the thing that just really pisses me off about this one is that to tim sweeney's own admission he says it was because they were spending more money than they were making that is purely mm. an executive decision the people at the, at the bottom who are copying these layoffs aren't the ones who decided to spend money in these areas so based on the failures of the people getting paid far more than them they're paying the price and there was nothing in this statement at all about any of the executive class taking pay cuts about him mm. taking any kind of pay cut it was all just yeah we need to do this otherwise profits can't be profits and I, I guess it just this one in particular just got me just the sheer scale of it like we haven't seen this is one of the biggest firings we've seen in a long time like over 800 people it's yeah yeah it's disgusting like they've got six months severance and they you know they're trying to make it sound like they're doing it the nicest way possible but like yeah, there's no real nice way to be like yeah you're not gonna have a job very soon you're gonna have to figure your shit out yeah i mean <sighs> I, I will say like i i think we've gotten like a little bit of this already but like i would be not surprised if we have stuff like f from say embracer group kind of going a similar way with all the mismanagement and like you know fumbles that they've had over there where they've been buying 
tons of places and then found out, oh, our, the people who are giving us money are just not giving us money now. Like, it, well, yeah. th- there's all kinds of these, like, little failures that lead to, like, these layoffs as well as, you know, just the big failures of giving way too much to the executive class and, you know, like, just... I don't know, just, you know, investing in this, like, oh, yeah, we're going to be growing faster, baby, like, going all the way to the moon, going crazy with this shit. Like, there's lots of those little things like that that lead to this, but none of it is fucking justifiable because it's all, you know, the people at the top making stupid mistakes or, or being greedy and stuff and it just being, like, accepted that that's just the way that it is. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's fucked. Well, and... We've already seen an effect at Embracer as well, too. We had Volition Games get shut down. And now, look, to be fair, uh, the Saints Row reboot flopped really badly and was was a, mm. a loss for them. But, you know, maybe if if Embracer Group had managed things better, they would have kept be able to let Volition have another shot at another game. I, I don't know. But yeah, it, it just sucks to see the people on the bottom paying for the mistakes of the people up the top. But that is how yeah. we do things in current day. And Capitalism. God, we started off with some corporate bullshit and we're going to continue with it. Oh boy. This comes out of gamesindustry.biz and was written by Christopher Dring. PlayStation CEO and President Jim Ryan will retire at the end of this year, the company has announced. He will be succeeded on an interim basis by Sony Group Corporation President, COO and CFO Hiroki Totoki. Totoki will assume the role of SIA chairman from next month. Ryan is a 30-year veteran of PlayStation. He joined the company in 1994 ahead of the release of the first PlayStation and has since held senior roles launching PS2, PS3, PS4 and PS5 alongside the handheld PSP and PS Vita consoles. He was named the president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe in 2011 and then took a global role as head of sales and marketing for the entire business in 2016 after a successful stint as the deputy president of Sony Interactive Entertainment. He was named the full CEO and president of the PlayStation division in 2019. And it's funny, I remember that story. It was back when we first started the podcast back in 2019 and there was like this full succession style power grab that Jim Ryan did to get this role, like it, that stuff got moved around, the, the the control got moved around between the the different uh, uh, regions and stuff, and he he came out on top. Uh, so in in a statement, Jim Ryan said, after 30 years, I've made the decision to retire from SIA in March 2024. I've relished the opportunity to have a job I love in a very special company working with great people and incredible partners, but I've found it increasingly difficult to reconcile living in Europe and working in North America. And then he basically goes on saying that the person taking over his role in the interim is going to be good at doing that. Lockie, Jim Ryan, Mr. PlayStation himself, is stepping down. You sad? Jim Ryan is retiring. (laughs) Yeah, I... I don't, I don't know. I don't know these people. I don't follow yeah. these people. Um, I say, good for him. He's retiring. He's probably made a shit ton of money. He's probably worked out. Life is getting, you know, his life is probably running out more than his money is. So wow. he wants to make the most of it. Yeah. You know what? Well, that's the general reason to retire. Hey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, he's 
I'd say good for him. He's reprioritizing his life, which is nice. Um, but does he deserve nice things? I don't know. <laughs> I, out of curiosity, is this like a story that's like, oh man, this is a story we really need to discuss? Or is this like a story that's just for uh, Zach to gush about Jim Ryan? Oh, wow. Okay. You've definitely misread the situation. It is for me to talk about this individual, but okay. is it to gush? Certainly not. The only thing that would be gushing right. is Jim Ryan's my blood piss. from his neck as I... Wow. Nerd. No, I'm just joking. I'm not... In <laughs> that's Minecraft. just a joke. <laughs> I, don't, I don't wish any ill will on Jim Ryan. <laughs> that's all just a joke. Minecraft, all that. I think the biggest story is that... Hiroki Totoki was able to do chief operating officer and chief financial officer at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like those are, seem like two pretty big jobs. Okay. Well, That's would you easy. like to would you like to gush some piss about Jim Ryan then? Exactly. So look, Jim Ryan. I feel like since he has taken over the company, they've taken things in a direction every step of the way that I fucking hate. The things that we're still getting that are good were stuff that has been in development since before. He, he took over things like God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, the Spider-Man games we're about to get. The most recent PlayStation showcase made me <laughs> so fucking angry. As someone who loves PlayStation and has been a fan of PlayStation since I was a wee little boy, since I was fucking seven, I got a PS1. The things I always loved about PlayStation are these awesome single-player experiences that you don't get anywhere else with these cool narratives and just awesome polished gameplay and they've completely pivoted away from all of that we've done stories talking about the amount of revenue they're now spending on live service bullshit rather than these awesome single player narrative games it's i hate it all the decisions i hate it i hate it the ps5 launch was a fucking schmozzle like they they lied and said they were going to give plenty of notice about the pre-orders going up but then the pre-orders just went up with no warning to anyone whatsoever the whole thing was a massive disaster um they've just failed upwards because they did so well in the ps4 generation that everyone's still in love with sony they're still desperate for these exclusives and stuff um i'm i'm so frustrated all the playstation tier bullshit all this stuff all happened under crying jim ryan uh he just sucks he just feels like someone who doesn't know what gamers (laughs) want it feels like someone who's just was purely there to be the executive who says the key words that means revenue go up profits go boom Happy, 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 give me money. I just, I, I, I can't stand him and I'm so glad to see him go. I'd rather see the more Japan side of things take over, more control again or, or, or you know, yeah, any, anyone but him. So have fun retiring, <laughs> have fun sitting on your piles of money, Jim Ryan. Thanks for your last few years being such a fucking pain in the ass for people like me who enjoy playing PlayStation games. That's well, my there you rant. go, Mr. Ryan. That's your Sony simp, by the way. Yeah. He's meant to be your biggest supporter. So. Sticking my fingers up. You can't see, obviously, because it's just audio. But yeah, that's to yeah, Jim Ryan. Sure. Fuck him. Well, he anyway. can't see it. Only we can see it, so it must be to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's so you guys know that it happened, you know? That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> That's not the last of the Sony news. We have more Sony news because Sony... Only good things, I hope. Oh, only good things. Who doesn't love getting hacked? Yes, that's it. Sony 
has been hacked. This article comes out of IGN, was written by Wesley Yin Pool. Sony has said it has launched an investigation after a ransomware group claimed to have breached the company's systems. Cybersecurity Connect reported that a ransomware group calling itself Ransomed.VC claimed it had breached Sony Group and threatened to sell stolen data. We have successfully compromised all of Sony's systems. No, it wasn't me, Sammy. I didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know. You were threatening Jim Ryan and, and saying that you were going to, like, you know, have his blood oh. gushing out of his neck. I don't know, man. That was all satire. Seems suspicious. That was all satire. All satire. As reported by Cybersecurity Connect, we won't ransom them. We will sell the data due to Sony not wanting to pay. Data is for sale. While the claims are unverified at this stage, Cybersecurity Connect said Ransom.VC posted a proof of hack data that includes screenshots of internal login page, an internal PowerPoint presentation outlining test bench details, and a number of Java files. There's also a file tree of the entire leak, which appears to have less than 6,000 files. Cybersecurity Connect described the cache of data as small relative to the... To, uh, relative to all of Sony's systems claim. I figured out I figured out how to write backwards just so I could No, it was al- it was already fine before. It, it oh, flipped it already before. Okay, I knew what you were talking. That's why okay. I yelled and said it wasn't me, Sammy. I figured that you could just read it backwards. You could just figure it out, whatever. That would have been very skilled of me to to have done that. Okay. Sammy Lockie, whoever wants to wants to have a go. Sony's well, been hacked. I most know. likely. Oh. Okay. Most likely. Okay. Well, what do you it suggest? sounds like it. Okay. Cybersecurity Connect, who I think is an Australian company, I think. Shout out. Whatever. Uh, they're, yeah. they're saying that, that Ransom.VC have made these claims and they've shown some proof, but they're just saying relative to all of Sony's systems, what they've shown is like yeah. nothing. So, maybe they don't so have much. So, maybe they're but- faking? Okay. Don't know. They might be trying to scare Sony, but Sony have done the whole we don't negotiate with terrorists thing and is just like, yeah, no, we're just not going to give you shit. So, either it means. So, what does this mean? Does this mean someone has my credit card info because I purchased a game on Sony or like. Well, that's the the thing. We don't know the full extent yet. I'm guessing Sony might not be too stressed about it if they're not willing to negotiate here. They might think these people have nothing, but also maybe they're just doing that so that they don't get loads of people try and ransom them for lots of money over and over again. It's probably not a precedent you want to set. So, Uh, Tank shareholder stuff. Again, I don't understand that well, but apparently it seems really important. Look, all all I'll say here is uh, we were all around for the 2011 Sony data breach thing where the PSN got hacked and it was down for like a month and everyone's credit cards all got exposed, all that shit. It was an absolute nightmare. Um, it, it doesn't seem like it's at this scale, at least as of yet, with the amount of information that we have. Um, this was earlier in the week and nothing's really come out about it since then. So they were meant to release the information and no information got released. So maybe it was all bullshit. But look, I'd just say for anyone, if you have a Sony PSN account, just make sure you have two factor on, maybe even delete your credit card off there just to be safe. You know, you can always buy PSN, uh, uh, gift cards and use those rather than having your credit card directly hooked up to it. Uh, I don't know. Sammy, are you, are you frantically checking your 
two-factor settings right now? I mean, no, I've already been hacked, like, you know, a few months, like a month ago. So I'm just like, Shit. Uh, yeah, all right. Hell, where? Um, what? what? It wasn't Hell, actually what? to do with PlayStation stuff. It was completely unrelated. It was me clicking on the wrong links. Um, <sighs> I mean, yeah, it, it, it definitely might be a good idea to, to keep an eye on that, if nothing else. And, you know, if things start to look a little bit wonky, you know, uh, make sure you use your... Yeah, um, fraud detection stuff at your bank, um, if that applies in this case. I don't know. I haven't been hacked in this specific way, kind of. Um, but, yeah, uh, it, I don't know. It, I mean, it is interesting that, you know, maybe they do, maybe they don't have the information. You know, it does seem like a little bit of a gamble with other people's money, which is always a little bit concerning, you know, like how much of this is... A good, you know, a good way of responding to a threat, and how much of this is kind of PR damage control. Mm. Um, who knows? Who knows? You know, the world's a big, scary place, and all of it's online now. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, just, just, just stay safe out there, kids. Yeah, I would just say be careful and keep an eye on the story. If anything else pops up about it, we'll talk about it next week. But when it comes to your data, it's probably something you want to be aware of everyone and something that i hope everyone's aware of is my favorite segment we have on the show somebody's leaking Ooh, and we have my favorite kind of leakage this week Mm -mm -mm, the juicy juicy celebrity leakage cameron monaghan's been leaking all over the place this comes out of this comes out of dorksideoftheforce.com. <laughs> sure. Oh. Written by David Gelmini. Actor Cameron Monaghan, who performs the role of Cal Kestis in the Star Wars Jedi series, has seemingly confirmed that a third game in the series is now in development. The actor was delivering a talk during a panel for the Star Wars Jedi series at this year's Akala Comic Con, and he was quoted as saying the following, We're working on the third. We're in the process of doing it right now. That's a big undertaking, and there have been some conversations. <laughs> there have been some conversations so far. Well, very informative. Hopefully, yeah. when all things are said and done, we'll be able to go in and make something and really cool for you guys again. Lockie? Oh, I was just asking. Is this so much a leak? Exactly. Is it more of an announcement? It's the main. It's the biggest actor with the most sort of PR well, recognition. Yeah, the game. that doesn't sound like a leak. That just sounds like somebody said something and somebody wrote it down. Yeah, he's announced. He's announced it's coming out. Well, when, well, when like, they do announcements of this, there's, like, actual proper official yeah. announcements. Like, they'll do, like, a big well, post on social media or they might even, like, yeah. hire the... Get the actor to come out and do a, a proper that's what they video. Did. And, Maybe no, he just said... Did. Someone asked and he just said, oh, we're working. It kind of reminds me of... Um, uh, when the Walking Dead guy, Norman Reedus, when he just accidentally dropped that Death Training 2 yeah. was kind of just happening. They're like, oh, what are you working on? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm doing Death Training 2. Yeah. And it's it's a very similar vibes here. Look, is it a surprise that there's a third of this super successful game coming mm-hmm. down the track? No, it's not a surprise at all. But I always just like it when these celebrities just fuck up and be like, oh, yeah, I'm working yeah. on this. When game companies are so secretive and so tight-lipped about the whole yeah. situation. It's a Tom Holland leak. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Just shout like out work. to the first episode of News to Reviews titled oh Tom God. Holland is accidentally leaking. Holy Perfect. shit, four years later, we get Cameron Monaghan accidentally wow. leaking. It's all wow. circle. full circle. Love it. Love it. Lockie, wow. you're loving it? I think that's it. I think that's kind of it. We- Does that mean we're free? <laughs> Yeah, we just need to leave it there. Just kind of <laughs> leave yeah. on that note. We're not even going to do impressions. That's it. News to reviews is yeah. the episode's the over, end. but also just the whole Who show. Who is it? It's Cameron Monaghan is his name? Leave on Cameron? What? <laughs> Cameron Mo- Monaghan, yeah. Monaghan. Monaghan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Irish. Well, that's it. Well done, gentlemen. Yeah. We did it. I'm glad you're able to be here for our last episode ever, Sammy. <laughs> Yay. We, uh, it's all come full circle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. The Ouroboros has completed eating its tail. It's an insanely successful game. I'm not surprised to hear that they're working on another one. Um, gosh, Disney would have to be happy with that shit. It's, it creates so much good will and PR for all of their other exploitations around it. Yeah, all the other shitty Star Wars games. Yeah, exactly, right? I feel like they yeah. do... Those stories with the Cal Kestis stuff is probably the strongest stories that we've got going on in the star wars uh, cinematic universe or, or whatever so mm. yeah of course they're going to keep going please just please when they do a number three please just don't release it in the same state that number two was released in like holy fuck that 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 frame rate was just te- that performance yeah. was awful it was just it was not ready to be released it was unacceptable so hopefully they give it the amount of time that it should have. Yeah. Yeah. But that'll do us for the news this week. Yeah, On I was to- about to say, like, <laughs> this, this seems a little bit premature. I got you. I got you, Sammy. Ooh. Time to talk about the games coming up in the next week. And we have Trepang 2 coming to console October 2nd, the console versions. Yeah. Aaron, very excited for that one. It's it's first-person shooter with loads of blood and gore. I looked at some gameplay of the yeah, the PC version. Yeah. Which Isn't it sort of super cool. hot-like? Or something like that? Like it's Is it? I thought it was um, just a FPS with like abilities and, and shit. Maybe I, I was know. reading into it wrong. So it's like a ghost anyway. runner... Whatever type Keep- thing. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Disgaea 7, Vows of the Virtuous coming to PC, PS5, PS4, and Nintendo Switch October 3rd. The Lamplighters League coming to PC and Xbox Series X also October 3rd. NHL 24 is coming to all platforms except for the Nintendo Switch also on October 3rd. Well, actually, the X Factor editions, October 3rd. October 6th is when everyone else can get their hands on it. Scorn is coming to PS5 also October 3rd. Silent Hope is coming to PC and Nintendo Switch also same day. Hellboy Web of Weird is coming to all platforms October 4th. I'm surprised by that. I was not expecting that so soon. I feel like it only got announced a little while ago. Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide is coming to Xbox Series X October 4th. Holy fuck, there's a lot of games this week. Yeah, but they're all fucking ports, to be honest. Yeah, a good chunk of them are ports. That's not even it, though. There's so much more. The Wordless is coming to all platforms also October 4th. Assassin's Creed Mirage is coming to everything except for Nintendo Switch October 5th. Bang on balls... (laughs) What? No. 
bang on balls. Bang hyphen on balls. Is this a pool game? What's happening? Colon Chronicles. Stop. (laughs) Colon (laughs) Chronicles. I hope that's satire. I'm not fucking shitting you. Bang on balls colon Chronicles is coming to (laughs) all platforms. October 5th. That has to be a... like a, It's a like platformer, a... apparently. I've got to look this up after in a sec. Okay, the Dark Pit- Pictures Anthology, Little Hope, is coming to Nintendo oh, Switch well, random. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's not new. Is that new? Front Mission oh, 2 Remake is coming to Nintendo Switch. The Sisters 2. We need to stop describing these as new games. They're not new games. Old games are going yeah. out to new platforms. There's got to be a new yeah. category or something. What about... The, well, yeah, like, yeah. The sisters. It just do. takes the wind out of my sail hearing. <laughs> it's just that they're all mixed in here. There is plenty of new ones. Yeah. The Sisters Two: Road to Fame is coming to all platforms October fifth. I never Not played the Sisters One. Wargroove Two is coming to PC and Nintendo okay. Switch. Borderlands 3 Ultimate Edition coming to Nintendo Switch. Not new. Detective Pikachu Returns is coming to Nintendo Switch. Also September 6th. That's new. All right. That is new. All right. So we got some new. Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition is coming to PC in early 2024, but PS5 October 6th. Sword Art Online colon Last Recollection is coming to all mm. platforms except for Nintendo Switch oh, no. October 6th. That's all Wait, the is it in VR? <laughs> is it in VR? If it's <laughs> not, not in VR, VR, then it's fake. Oh, come There's on. There's no iOS version either. Where do you get this list from? Because I feel like we need to yeah, deliver some feedback that half of their game new releases aren't new releases. They're I think new you need to curate your list a little bit more. <laughs> Well, I think you've more said of a problem that we have in the uh, in the industry, industry. itself, where sure. yeah, we're getting lots of well, it's not just industry. We've got a few they're... websites being a little bit dishonest in there. It's yeah. not a new release; it doesn't count. Yeah, well, exactly, and that, that, that's what the industry's like these days. It's everything's remakes, remasters, and ports, and they're all sold to us brand new. So, okay, yeah. I still think you uh, should be doing some curating because you're also then delivering it to your audience, so whatever. Yeah, well, okay, some people might want to know that a game is coming to a platform that they can actually play it on, like shit. And and there's good news about the Horizon one, because um, it's finally making it onto PC, so it'll run a Why little bit nicer. Why the fuck are they putting Dark Pictures Little Hope onto Switch? Like, that's just going to be a mess. Weird. Absolutely weird, for yeah. sure. Um, also, why are they putting Assassin's Creed Mirage on anything? Just fucking stop. <laughs> well, because <laughs> that's Ubisoft's only franchise that they're making money off. They need it, or else they come, or else it. that that layoff conversation we're hearing about Epic Games is going to be a lot bigger in Ubisoft, right? Yeah, I still would prefer. I could just generally hope that they, you know, don't make the same shit all the time. Yeah. You know. Oh, I think everyone's in in that sort of court where, like, the franchise is very tired. And apparently Mm -hmm. this is the one where they're returning to Roots. um, And that could just be literally a new coat of paint on the Valhalla sort of game game design. But, Mm -hmm. you know, know. set in the original AC1 sort of setting. But I don't know. I just never liked AC, so I'm just like, go away, please. Oh, okay, um, fair enough. For, I liked yeah. AC. AC1 was mind-blowing for its time, so I do look back on that fondly. Um, yeah. And then number two just, you know, built on perfection. 
and then it all sort of started getting samey after that. Mm -hmm. Sammy, what new games out of this exhaustive list are you excited to check out or curious about at least? I mean, I've heard, I've, I've seen some nice trailers of Trepang, so I'm kind of like interested to what that is. I don't think it's necessarily super hot like I thought it was, but it does seem very, very much like they give you a lot of bullet time to work with. You know, there's a lot of like shit flying around all over the place as you're running through it really quickly like. Um, Bang on Balls actually, you know, I, I, I think I've seen kind of this style of, of thing before. Like they, they have like certain internet cartoons where they'll have them represent different countries and stuff. So I'm just like, it could be interesting. I don't know. It looks okay. It looks very like, you know, uh, 90s kind you know 90s early 2000s kind of 3d mascot platformer so like i don't know oh that actually does look cool it kind of looks like i'm getting a little bit of like i don't know four guys vibes almost you know what i mean like just oh but no it's different though it's not like it's i don't think it's multiplayer based no it just looks like it's a 3d platformer kind of thing God, it looks like precisely that's where it would fit Fuck, into. You're playing a pachinko of... machine at one point. <laughs> oh, it looks God. fun. Um, yeah. The game's been out forever on. Yeah, the game's been out forever on PC since third th- oh. March 2021. Yeah, but it's been in early access, so it's finally coming out of EA. So yeah. this actually does look really promising because it's had a huge development phase. Um, Could be good. Yeah, I'm gonna check this one out. Look, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm down to bang on some balls. Uh, was there any yeah. other titles that anyone's interested uh, in? I no. Mean, Detective Pikachu. I didn't hate the first one. Oh, okay. Even if it is probably for people way younger than me, but I don't know. I like a good mystery. I like the when. When Five. did the first one come out? I feel like it's been so close in release. No, it's been a while. It's been a few years at least. Wasn't it a 3DS game? I want to say yeah, like I, I, I don't recall playing it on the Switch, hmm. so it might have been. I mean, the the Ooh, film shit, the movie came out in twenty nineteen. Yeah, but there was a, a game before that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. Look, I, I think for me, the only one here I, I've already pre-ordered it and paid it off that I'll be checking out is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Am I excited yeah. for it? Mm. No, not at all. For the reasons that you Join mentioned before, Lockie, I feel like it's just going to be. The same as these recent games, but they're just taking shit out of it and calling that like something new. But we'll we'll wait and see once I actually get to get my hands on that one. Um, but funnily enough, when we we're talking about the games coming up in the in the next week, last week we mentioned a game called Cocoon, and I have since looked into that game. I skipped over it really quickly. It is reviewing really really well. It's actually mm. made by one of the main creative forces behind Limbo and Inside, which are two of my favorite indie games ever made and cocoon is also on game pass so if you have game pass it's included in the cost of that so i've got aaron series s right now so you best believe i've already installed that motherfucker i haven't had a chance to play it yet but oh my god i'm so keen knowing i have like another puzzle platformy game from 
the creative forces behind that wonderful studio. Oh, I'm so excited. Have Have you looked into the game? Because I'm not sure. Is, is it platformy? I thought it was just kind of puzzly. More more puzzly, I think. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. I'm, I'm connecting dots that aren't there. But it has this weird like yeah. worlds within worlds shit going on, and I've been loving random perspective bullshit puzzle games right now they're so fucking good yeah. so more of that <laughs> give me give me give me yeah yeah anyway forward to that. that'll do us for the games coming up in the next week how about we take a brief break and then we'll jump back on in with the games that we've been playing sammy deej you are our guest. It is tradition on News to Reviews for our guest to get us kicked off with impressions. What have you been playing this week, my friend? Well, I already told you during the thing. I've been playing Solar Ash. Oh, Solar um, Ash! This is news oh, to me. Oh, that's oh, what you've oh been God. playing. Oh, oh. I even wrote what? it on the dock and everything. It's yeah. great. If, if Oh, you know I don't read those. If you play Cocoon and you're like, there isn't enough platforming in this game that I thought was about puzzle platforming, then you could play Solar Rash to balance it out. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really, really cool game. It's one of those games that I've kind of had my eye on for ages, but just never played. Um, and it recently gone into Game Pass, so then you can play it on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Um, it is such a cool game. It is very kind of... Uh, traversal heavy and everything but like to kind of wind it back a little bit um you're playing yes i see that for quality games annapurna is is definitely one of the good ones we've got you know devolver Mm. and then we've got annapurna right next to them um Mm -hmm. so in this game uh you are playing as ray the last of the void runners who are ray skywalker yeah i mean uh, I feel the like there's a lot one. of rays that you yeah. could probably kind of put there. Everybody loves Ray. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking—he's thinking like solar rays or something. Does your character you know? have a weird incestuous kiss at the end of the game? No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, there's. What are you? Where are you going with this? I've, I, I don't know how to say anything without spoiling, it's, but there is definitely what? some kind of like, it's not incestuous, but it's also like there's there's some team ups with characters. It's, it's weird. The entire game's weird. It's spa, it, it's space time okay. and, and weirdness. Okay. So like, I, was, I don't want to go was, into details. Just, just to clarify for people, I was making a reference to the part of the last Star Wars movie in the new trilogy they're not actually brother and sister but there was a weird romantic thing and anyway yeah. sorry i, sorry, would, I shouldn't say there's any romance it's it's weird there's two characters let's say that are similar to each other that there's but then it's not romantic but it's like i can't say anything without spoiling. okay fair it's fair. weird sci-fi shit um anyway so ray who is a void runner and not a skywalker or whatever um, is, you know, kind of like, almost like part of like this, this, um, team that are trying to destroy a black hole that is trying to destroy their planet. And seemingly like none of the other ones are around. So it's like, oh, did they like die or something? Who knows? You kind of, uh, you know, as this is a video game, you know, there's a lot of, oh, you found like a message from one of the previous things. See if you can 
get all the messages and maybe you can have an idea of what happened. Da, 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 da. I didn't collect all of them. I just, I was more kind of focused on the critical part. Um, Platinum. Yeah, sure. Go for it. If, mm-hmm. if I mean, not that you can. It's, I mean, unless you play it on PlayStation, I guess. But you can just play it on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. I've, I, I've never <laughs> been much of a platinum. I'm very much like, I just want to get to the end of this. And then if I get to the end and I've got most of them, then maybe I'll go back and do them. Oh, look, mm. it's it's just my my platinum hunting Psychosis. brain brokenness. Like, I, I was looking at some gameplay, and it looks absolutely spectacular, and I already want to play this based on... I, I remember seeing this in, uh, like, PlayStation events and stuff like that, and I, I think when it came out, the reviews were... They were good, but not, like, amazing, and there was just tons of stuff at the time, so I never got around to it, but now it's on yeah. Game Pass. But yeah, yeah as, soon as, I, as soon as I know I want to play something and I start thinking, do I also want to oh, play that it. thing as well? So right now, shit, it's still $60 on, on PlayStation. Do you think it's a, it's, it'd be worth spending $60 on? I mean... Uh, Not while there's a Game Pass out. I mean, I, mm. I, I played it and it took me like seven or so hours, so it's... I mean, you know, I, I try not to think about it in such a context, but, you know, it's not like, as some people may think of it, like a full-priced game length. So, like, $60 does seem like a little bit steep. Um, but, I mean, it, it, it is a fantastic game. So, like, in terms of what you're doing after you've established that you are Ray and not a Skywalker but a Void Runner, um, is that you are trying to activate <laughs> uh, this kind of weapon i guess a uh, machine thing called the star seed which is hopefully going to destroy this black hole called the ultra void uh and you find that it's not like completely powered up and what you have to do is you have to destroy remnants to help power it up so the remnants are it's essentially like think of shadow of the colossus but now it's sci-fi um what you will do is in each of these areas, you will go around and try and find uh, these kind of like patches of, you know, corruption, darkness, you know, Kingdom again, hearts. this is a video game. Yep. Yeah. Shadow hearts, something like that. Um, and what you have to do with these and also with the remnants themselves is you have to hit certain weak points. But the thing is, you have to kind of go from one weak point to the next weak point to the next weak point within a certain amount of time. So essentially, you know, you're like hitting one of these things and then you're running and you're dashing and you're double jumping over around over to here and hit this one Mm -hmm. and, you know, do that a couple of times for, you know, these like patches of goo. And then you're doing it on these colossi. Um, And especially with the colossi, like they get like nail-bitingly close like you're you're just like oh my god i've almost got it i've almost got oh my god i landed in the goo and now the goo's fried me you know (laughs) oh i have to get over here i have to da 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 and by the end of it you have like pretty much memorized like okay you jump on this you hit this when you hit this one the thing will flip over and then you have to go the other way um it is it gets really technical Um, I managed to clear it on, um, just kind of normal difficulty. I think like the easier and harder difficulties, they just give you 
like less time and mm. you know kind of less constellations in that way but it is it, it's it's right in that area of like oh my god i could get this done if i just do this slightly differently and then you end up doing that for like a whole bunch of time um so it's very much like by the end you're just like oh my god i managed to get through that yeah it it, it is a fantastic game it is slick as hell um all the worlds have kind of like different sort of rules that i like so you know like at the end of the game you have you know kind of the, the lava worlds of like you straight up just can't touch the lava you have other ones where it's like here's the acid level where you know you can can't touch the acid well you can touch the acid but it's like oh. when you touch the acid you have like a five minute countdown Before and then like and then there's another five minute countdown so it's like you have five minutes to kind of get off the lava and then you the next not five minutes five seconds i should say god sorry idiot five seconds you know after you've touched the lava lava to get to you know land and then you've got to kind of wait five seconds to then go back onto it so it's kind of like you know you have to just scramble from like one patch to the next of of dry land so there's lots of little things like that and i don't know i i love the the level design so much it is kind of by design a bit convoluted to make it you know kind of a little bit difficult to navigate which can definitely get a little bit frustrating at times mm. um but by and large it's it's straightforward enough that you can kind of get from a to b you know there's a lot of um you know looking around the environment to kind of see where certain markers are so like if you're looking for these like caches of of the previous void runners Mm -hmm. they do the thing where there's like a kind of vertical flare going off them so you can kind of just search around the skyline to see like where things are um but they do have like you have like a ping thing you can do for like oh here's where the other you know goo enemy things you have to destroy are and and stuff um but you know it's a a lot of it's just kind of free-flowing just like kind of look around see what there is to do and kind of go from a to b to c and stuff and yeah it's it's technical there's like a little bit of puzzles in there but a lot of it's just kind of you know traversing your way around this world which okay. i don't know i really like it's 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 really cool i think look sammy you've sold me on this like you know i checked out some gameplay and the gameplay looks incredible like the the it well designed really and how fluid all the gameplay is i've got a couple of questions for you the first one is you so you mentioned it is quite difficult quite technical mm-hmm. how many attempts are we talking here when you're trying to complete some tasks is this going to have people throwing the controller or is this more like oh it's going to take you a few goes and i'm, I'm talking specifically about the the mainline stuff so the stuff you do just to finish the game i mean especially when you're getting into the bosses it's going to definitely um be a lot more you know stuff going on with that there's they have um three stages in all of them and each of them is kind of a little bit harder than the last so Mm -hmm. to give like an example early in the game uh you have like the crater ouroboros or something um and essentially it's just a giant snake but what they will have on basically all of these enemies is they'll kind of be you know the black goo kind of body but with like some little bits of um white kind of exoplatin shall we say um and so 
little like yeah yeah so, little like goo yeah well the thing is on, on on the white parts you can kind of like skate along them and run really quickly whereas the black goo will kind of slow you down and mm-hmm. on the third phase of uh the boss it will just straight up kill you immediately um they do kind of like have a bit of a checkpoint between each of the phases so you don't have to do all okay. three in one go um mm-hmm. unless i don't know if they do that on the harder levels or something um, but it is very much like you will be doing it quite a couple of times. Um, I don't know. Like to me with bosses like that, it like you kind of feel like, oh man, I can like just do it. I was like so close. And, and because of that, yeah. that kind of helps spur me on a little bit. But mm-hmm. you will, but- especially with the later ones, be doing like quite a lot of resets. Um, so just like a rough idea, like are we talking, you know the first phase is going to take us five attempts. The last one, the third phase is going to take us 10 attempts. Are we talking like 50 to a hundred to beat these bosses? How, no, how, how no, much are we banging no, our heads no, against the no. wall? It, it's, it's not quite that bad, but like at the same time, when you get to like the third phase, the third phase will be quite a bit longer than the, f- the two that came before it. So mm-hmm. like, you know, the third phase of the last monster, not the last, last, but kind of the last main one, um, how many times have I have done that? I want to say like a dozen or so. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's not, that's not like too excruciating. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is like, as you go through it, you kind of get, you know, it kind of gets ingrained more and more in your mind exactly how you do yeah. some of the phases of it. So, you know, like yep. I still remember like the first one, you have to like hit one of the legs and then you have to go around to each of the other individual legs and hit them one by one. And then you kind of mm. get to go up on the thing and start fucking around. Um, okay. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it comes down to like skills to like how many it will take. Um, but okay. yeah, yeah. It, well, it, they've it's done not an easy mode, extreme. so I'm sure it's hopefully yeah. accessible. Yeah. That degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, even with the amount of times you're, you're saying you will die there, that, that is, that is like a fair bit, you know, you could be looking at, you know, 20 to 30 times in a boss when you're dying or resetting, how quick is the game getting you back into it? Is it instant? Or are you sitting there loading? It, no, no, no. It, it's pretty much instant. Uh, the awesome, I guess the only thing that I can say, uh, outside of that though, is that, um, you know, it'll be kind of like traipsing around like the world, so you have to kind of find it and chase it down and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. but that's nothing too extreme. No. Okay, fair enough. Nice. Well, yeah, that's if you, it's good to know if you're dying a lot, you're not going to be sitting there watching loading screens for a minute a piece when whenever that happens. That's 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 great news. Nah, you um, just like die yeah. and then you kind of fade through black into you know at a new starting point. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like a kind of like zelda tears of the kingdom yeah. where like the world's still moving around you so you gotta go after the beast i'm guessing yeah 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 yeah, yeah cool yeah cool yeah makes sense to me have you, have you uh rolled credits on this one yes i have so would you like me to give it a weird review score uh, if you would like to it's totally up well, to you, well so okay here's here's what i was thinking right so this is a space game mm-hmm. so i'm gonna give it Eight stars out of ten stars. <laughs> there we go. Excellent. Okay. 
Perfect. So that was sense. very unfair. I would have just said solar's out of ashes, the the yeah, least creative option possible. Solar of good. Yeah. I mean it's 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 a very good game. <laughs> Sometimes it's a little bit frustrating, but like mostly it's really eight, good. And eight. honestly, the f- Yeah. Uh eight Rick and Morty Corvos out of ten. <laughs> of the new voice actor Corvos. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Sometimes the buses are a little frustrating. More so, like kind of trying to figure out your way around things is a little frustrating. But like, it's overall really good and pretty satisfying. So, I'm interested to see what you think about it when you get around to it because you've got a lot of games in your plate. <laughs> Yo, oh yeah, I, th- I think purely because this isn't like a super new title, I'll I'll probably put this one after Cocoon as far as my mm-hmm. playlist is concerned but for reasons i'm about to explain now i could be getting around to solar ash sooner rather than later Mm. now before i get into that Lockie, just quickly did you have anything you've played this week anything you want to shout out uh shout out to boulder skate 3 it's fucking great but we've done it to death um it's just the biggest (laughs) bestest game ever that that boulder gate i still i'm never going to be able to finish this game it's great that's it Oh, I can't wait to get to the fireworks factory, <laughs> that's for sure. Mm-mm. Yep, yep, yep. Well, <laughs> I have a rant in store for you two today. So, mm-hmm. like like with Baldur's Gate, we have spoken about this game a fair bit on the show, so I will not be going that much into it. But well, I am not. very, very deep into Starfield right now and as i mentioned on previous episodes been having oh, a great Mr. time Starfield. with it <laughs> aside, i don't know how <laughs> gripes yep. aside i'm really loving having another bethesda rpg to play now now that i'm like i'm i'm 70 hours into starfield so i'm really really deep into starfield now god the ship system is really starting to shit me it is really just a glorified fast travel system and there's a lot of time when i'm just wishing i I didn't even need it at all and i could just skip it more like shit system oh big time (laughs) big time it's a total shit system it it, honestly it's baffling to me that they put all the ship flight stuff in the game the way that they did and it's just so excruciating and boring and and just and just not fun I, th- I i feel like it was just a big missed opportunity there it could have been a really great component of the game um inventory management has become a total nightmare because you only can carry so much stuff in a game where it has outpost building and you you need to accrue ridiculous amounts of resources and pick up everything in sight like okay. i don't mind a bit of inventory management but holy f- fuck it is so fickle i'm just constantly having to reorganize my shit and get this right so i bought a shitty little apartment in the well below new atlantis and i needed somewhere to store these bullshit resources so i was wasting my time i could have been having fun in the game going to the well making storage boxes which only fit 150 items at a time that they're the biggest storage boxes in the game i had to make 10 to 15 of these things to fit all the resources that I was getting. I decided after doing a mission, oh, I need to, I need to can, build something. You can fit all that shit quest. on your ship, can't you? There's like a storage container. The, the cargo is very small and ah, you can increase it. Okay. But for some reason, the ship that I have is really hard to modify and I like the ship. So I'm kind of stuck with my small amount of cargo. It's really annoying. So mm. to compensate, yes, I had these 
all these storage boxes, I went back to my apartment in the well. Everything was gone. <sighs> everything was gone. What? Just disappeared. That's no good. Completely empty. All my resources gone. The bed I put in there gone. All the, the benches I put in there gone. All the stuff in this outpost just gone. No gameplay explanation or anything like that. You know, there was no like, oh, you got broken into. It's just clearly a bug. All my shit gone. Wow. All that time I wasted hours doing that shit. Completely gone. That is the least annoying of the things I'm going to be talking about. Wow. So... I was doing a cool side quest where you like join a gang in Neon City and you're like helping the gang rise back up to power. I'm like, this is fun and wacky or whatever. I get up to a point in the mission. There's just a door that is just for no reason locked that you can't pick the lock. It's like it requires a key or it's open elsewhere. Can't continue the mission. Mission's broken. <laughs> Jesus. Completely fucked. Wow. Yeah. No ending to that story. But that's not even the thing that pissed me off the most. I decided to do some more main quest stuff and see what's going on there. Things started getting pretty interesting. I get to a point where I've got to solve a puzzle by interacting with a glyph. The glyph doesn't work. I can't wow. solve the puzzle. The right. main story of the game is broken. I'm 70 hours into Starfield and I cannot complete the main story. That's impressive. Yeah, that's pretty fucked I'm up. I'm mad. Yeah. I'm mad, boys. Yeah, that's a major... Major... major. <laughs> yeah. Bethesda, I let them into my heart. <laughs> I forgave them for the terrible ship stuff that they did and all the terrible fast travel that they've got going in this game, all the terrible inventory management. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm just enjoying the Bethesda of this so much. I'm going to give it a go. Even the bugs, I was like, oh, this is funny, a wacky bug here or there. I'm not laughing when the game's broken. I am not even smirking. I am so annoyed. Well, you're kind of 70 nervous, hours like. in. Man, I looked it up online to see if there's a way I could solve this issue. I tried, you know, reloading yeah. my game, reloading an older save, restarting the console, every which way of, of fixing it. Yep. Nothing's worked. I've seen a couple of people say that they were just completely fucked. There was one person who said that they came back to it after a while and it was just working inexplicab inexplicably. Maybe it got patched This happened to me... Well, it happened to me on Tuesday, and there's been no patches since then, and I, I did a bunch of other stuff and came back to it, leveled up a few times, and still it's not working. I checked it last night at this time of recording. So, mm. look, people... I'm playing on Xbox Series S. I don't know if it's just on that system that people are having these issues. I haven't really seen, other than when I've looked for it, people mm. saying they're having these game-breaking issues. I feel like this should be definitely be bigger news if other people are having these problems um yeah it really sucks i would say hold off on starfield because you do not want to get <laughs> invested 70 hours into a fucking video game and then not be able to complete it so my my once i do the side quest stuff i'm interested in i think i'm just going to be um hanging up can. the the old goggles in starfield like fuck this um and, and look i haven't even mentioned i've had to start quick saving so regularly because sometimes i'll just like if, if i've you know opened up the game when it was in rest mode i'll pause it and the game will just freeze or yeah. i'll go to load into somewhere and the game will just freeze in the loading so i've had had to save spam to make up for the game just doing fucked 
broken bullshit. Like, can we just talk quickly? Because this is a bit of a news thing. I know it happened like a week or so ago about that British guy on YouTube that had like this <laughs> unhinged rant. Because yeah, there yeah. was there was like selectable fucking gender options in your fucking customer. Yeah, He's oh, like, it's so fucking boring. We're so fucking boring. Like, geez, it's like you don't even have to click on it. Yeah, like, you can just don't. You can just select whatever that you fucking want and just enjoy your game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking pronouns. Yeah. So I think that was the most fucking entertaining thing that day. came out of Starfield, including Starfield itself. I think what we should do is we should be pushing for like, okay, now nouns are political. Now adjectives are political. Until, like, you know, the right wing are reduced to just, you know, waving their hands around uh, in frustration. To just piece by piece take every, you know, part of speech away from them. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be, like, tense. You can't speak in past tense anymore. Everything, you have to be like, I'm running. You can never say I ran. I think the, games, <laughs> the game devs have it the right way where they just give everyone sort of the options and you fucking decide how you want to play your fucking game. I mean... Yeah. Well, what's the... And if you want to cry like a little baby, like, you can cry like a little baby. Go for it. <laughs> well, I hate to break it to the man who looks like a toe, but you've been able to yeah. choose oh. pronouns in video games since RPGs have basically existed, so... Yeah, but yeah. they didn't have... They, they... Final Fantasy VII got into some pretty raunchy shit back in the day. So... You know, yeah, they're good to drag and everything. Yeah, very nice. It's all been, it's like, it's all of this stuff has been around for a very long time. It's not like it's new, it's just more inclusivity games. Look, I'm just glad I've got a new insult from that whole thing. I can now call people a hive mind twat waffle. (laughs) That's pretty good. That was not bad. Yeah, solid. Who'd use it? Mm. Yeah, you know what else was solid? That episode of News to Reviews. Oh, that'll do us for another week. Thanks, lads, for listening to my rant on Starfield. You best believe that one's been brewing all week. I needed to to get that out. But the big thanks obviously has to go to you, Sammy, for gracing us with your wonderful guestness and all your greatness and wonderfulness. Thanks for being here again. Thank you for having me. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, I don't know, maybe talking Spider-Man 2 or something, you know, some, oh, something coming up. There's stuff ooh. coming up. Things are still happening this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. There's still plenty of games to come this well, year. Well, it, it certainly is, won't oh, be me that's talking about game. Spider-Man 2. So that would be really great to have you on. Otherwise, yeah. it's just, just going <laughs> to be Zach talking to a wall. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Lockie yeah. just like. You know, completely just uh, uh, disassociating. Like, don't shut up for Spider-Man 2 for like two hours straight. <laughs> yeah, I'll be politely nodding. Going, yeah, that's great for you. Sure. Mm. <laughs> It'll be like Homer Simpson, uh, you know, <laughs> when he's got like the cartoon playing in his head. But you're just there nodding at me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Sammy Deej, you make wonderful stuff and then you get that stuff and you put it on the internet. Uh, when can people find that? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Sammy Deej, S-A-M-M-Y-D-W-E-D-G-E. And if I figure out what the password is, Pyrite Music, P-Y-R-Y-T-E <laughs> underscore music. 
Is it check out Deej Nuts? Oh dear. That's what <laughs> is that gonna be what my OnlyFans or something? Um <laughs> you, you need to get a hold of that ta- that handle before someone else takes it. It's a good one. No, nah, I'm good. I'm fine with somebody else taking that. They can do with that with I mean as as long as they don't like, you know, post stuff that's supposed to be me or something. <laughs> because they don't well now it's gonna happen. Just, you shouldn't have said it. Now the internet will make it happen. Now it's going to be you it's doing it. It's not going to be me. <laughs> that would be too much effort. <laughs> Sorry, Huff. What about you? Where can I find you? You'll be able to check out all of Sammy's links in the description of the podcast down below, as well as all of News to Reviews links. And once again, I'll say, as I always do, if you enjoy News to Reviews or any podcast, the easiest way, the quickest way, the freest way you can help us out is to leave us a rating or review wherever you're listening to it. It really does help us get in the ears of more peeps. It can make the difference on whether or not the show grows or doesn't knows. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. (laughs) Between words of wisdom. Four years we've been doing this shit for. Four years you've been giving us our weekly dose of wisdom. What have you got for us on this special day? <laughs> I've got some if you don't. <laughs> shit, I should really try thinking of these things throughout the episode. <laughs> it's not like I do it every week. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. So I think my word of wisdom is try and... Try and learn and grow past your previous behavior. I mean, yeah. Yep. <laughs> do that. Yeah, some hard lessons for me to work on. And Sammy, do you want to take it from... I've, <laughs> I've got one that I found um, that I've been holding on to for a while. Yep. Did you ever, have you ever heard of a crackhead saying that they don't have enough money for crack? No. They still go out and get it. Do the same with your dreams. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> Everyone out there, go buy some crack. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, 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 that's no, 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 what no. you were suggesting, right? Wasn't it? I, or did I misunderstand that? I don't know. <laughs> sure, whatever. No, no. It's a metaphor. <laughs> take care of yourself and take care of one another. <laughs> excellent. All right. Go out and get some crack. What? <laughs>